the hits of the 60s, 70s, and 80s on Kane 107.5. Welcome to the CHS Coaches Show. I'm your host, Tony Landry, along with uh, head coach and athletic director, Scott Watney. And, of course, uh, with the CHS Coaches Show can be heard every Monday night from 6 p.m. to 6.45 to the end of the football season. And every other week, beginning in January to the end of the school year, the CHS Coaches Show is brought to you in part by Armentar Jewelry, Gulf America Wild Rope, Romero's Power Sports, Sestia Wealth Management, The Landscape Ranch, Freeman's Furniture, Allstate Credit, R&R Glass, Coca-Cola, Hennigan Team Dentistry, The UPS Store, Catholic High School, Mustin Petu, United Companies, B&L Engine Repair, and Seahorse Manufacturing. And we're here at the studios of Kane Radio, FM 107.5 and AM 1240 at 107 West Main Street here in downtown New Iberia, right next to Victor's Cafeteria, which is closed. You can also listen to the CHS Coaches Show while streaming on the Internet at www. K-A-N-E-1240.com. And you can now listen to Kane Radio on the FM band at 107.5. Also, if you have an Alexa, just say, Alexa, play Kane 1240, and it will. Well, Coach, um, we're into the school year now, and uh, basically uh, we weren't able to get you on air. Uh, why don't we start with uh, how things get going? Uh, you, I remember you telling me recently, though, that uh, the Jamboree was can't do the inclement weather, all the rain we've been having. Yeah, uh, not the Jamboree, the, uh, uh, the scrimmage. scrimmage. The scrimmage. Yeah, so we were uh, set two weeks ago on Thursday the 18th to, uh, to, to host Centerville. Um, at our place and the week before we were able to uh, fortunately get in our red and white scrimmage um, you know which I thought went well you know we split our teams in two and you know instead of just going ones versus twos we try to do our best and divide those teams uh, as evenly as possible position wise and uh, it was pretty much a stalemate the, the the red team wound up winning we wound up moving the ball inside to 25 and kind of played some uh, overtime rules um, but following that we were you know like I said we were pegged to play uh, Centerville on on that Thursday at 6 p.m. and I mean gosh I, I've, I've never witnessed any weather like this I mean the town of New Iberia I want to say it, it wasn't right here by that Bates Motel where the old UPS uh, or pack and mail used to be I mean the roof flew off That's right. um, I mean lightning was popping all over the place and uh, there was just no other field that was really available um, for us to to, to to hold out to allow for us to go play. I actually tried calling uh, Coach Jeff uh, over at Centerville before he got there to say, hey, man, the weather's bad. <laughs> you might want to just detour around and, and head back home. But he was almost, uh, you know, he was almost at the gate. And, you know, we had made a decision that we were going to wait till about 535, 540. Um, and it wasn't, it wasn't slacking up. And um, our, our field would have been – our field drained really well. I uh, went back out there at about 7 o'clock, 7.15. Lightning was still all over the place, so we still would have been delayed anyway. But the field actually held up pretty well and drained well after that downpour that it got around about 4 o'clock. I mean, 4 o'clock, it was pitch black. I mean, it was it was intense weather. Uh, so we wound up canceling that. You know, that was obviously unfortunate for them and for, and for us as well because, you know, that was an opportunity for us to play a different color jersey. And, um, you know, we, we you know this, this summer, you know, uh, unlike the past, I mean, we played in a number of seven-on-seven uh, tournaments, and which was great for us from a competition standpoint. But it's nothing like when you put pads on. So that co- that opportunity obviously was squandered, and we had to wait another week. And which brings us to the Jamboree week uh, last 
uh, or this past Friday, we, we traveled to uh, St. Edmunds. Um, they were the host site of the Jamboree, and we played Opelousas Catholic. So we were the first game playing at 6 p.m., and then the following game was uh, was St. Ed's versus Iota. So it was our four, us four teams in, in, in the St. Ed's um, Jamboree. And... Um, we, uh, you know, we wound up losing that game seven nothing. Uh, it was a tight ball game. It was zero zero at half. We played two ten minute halves with one timeout um, per half and a three minute halftime. Um, you know, I mean, the, the 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 weather again. You know, it seems to continue to follow us. We were going to towards Eunice, and about two hours before, uh, they had about a three inch to four inch downpour uh, of rain. I mean, and when we were driving in a bus and 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 then back neighborhoods. I was concerned that the water that the bus was pushing was going to push some of that water in the house. I mean, that's how flooded it was. Oh, it was wow. it, it was it was a moat around the field. Um, I mean, little kids were I, I mean swan diving into the water. I mean, it was so deep. Um, you know, but nonetheless, you know, obviously they played in those same type of conditions. And Opelousas Catholics, uh, you know, a traditional triple slash wing T um, type team, uh, kind of built for those type of uh, games and. Um, you know, really, you know, in the second half, what, what wound up, you know, happening f- to the late score was uh, we ran into the uh, the returner on a punt. Um, so, tack 15, pa- 15 yards on. We gave up a toss that really we had played well, and we just missed a tackle. Um, and then w- one of their kids is, a, I mean, he can he can scoot even in even in field conditions like that. So he's a mutter. He was yeah, a mutter. he was. Yeah, and, and and he got around the corner, and then he wound up picking about another eighteen or so yards. And then they uh, they threw two passes that game and completed both of them. One was right before halftime. Uh, they ran a play action off of it. They ran a, a rail route um, to our corner, and uh, we played it played it fairly well. It was a pretty ball, man. And uh, I mean, the kid threw a great ball. Receiver made a great catch and uh, put him inside the ten. Um, I mean, and you know, you, you got to be licking your chops if you're on the other side. You know, just with the style of offense they had, they only had to go seven yards and four downs, and they did that. They wound up scoring, I think, on a third down on a dive play. Um, then they had a they, they had a personal foul or a dead a dead ball po- foul, excuse me, unsportsmanlike penalty, which was great for us because we got to assess it on the kickoff. Um, so we got the kickoff in great field position, and we, and Jaden Mitchell, um, one of our sophomore returners, he had two big returns. He started the game off with a huge return. We got the ball to midfield, and he got the ball past midfield on this return. Um, so we had hope. We had. About a minute and 20 seconds left. We did not have a timeout. We had used a timeout earlier on uh, on the defensive series. And um, so we were in our two-minute offense. And uh, we, we ran a, a post corner. We double moved uh, their corner with Jaden Mitchell on after the kickoff. And he was wide open. And they did a great job. They held him. And they got the pass interference instead of giving up the touchdown. And then we wound up, uh, you know, we, we foolishness on, on offense. We wound up not blocking an overhang player. We were trying to roll out, and we wound up getting sacked. Um, and then we tried one last desperation play and uh, tried throwing a route to Chris Green, a vertical ball. Um, he slips and falls, and we don't really get a chance to, and that's really how the game ended. So, you know, unfortunately we lost, but, you know, walking out of there, I thought our guys comp- competed well. Um, you know, silly mistakes and then obviously, you know, not finishing in tackles and, and not defending a rail and um, not knowing your assignment on offense, you know, in two minutes really was the, you know, really was the deciding factor. But I felt like the game should have ended 0-0 and that, you know, that, that was pretty much how it was going to – it should, started that way and that's how it should have finished. 
Well, let me ask you this. Let's back up a little bit. Yeah, and, sure. Uh, how did June, July, and uh, August yeah. go with the summer workouts and kids? Yeah. And did you see some uh, more strength being added along with Oh, yeah, and, absolutely. And uh, some of these kids, you know, the 15, 14, 15-year-olds are going to grow a little bit. So, uh, yeah, I mean, we, how did they go this year? Yeah, summer? we had a great summer in terms of overall strength. Um, you know, the the last night, I think Wednesday on July 27th, if, if my memory serves me right. I think it was a Wednesday. We, we we held what we call under the lights, where we bring all the parents in, and we were supposed to actually host, host it at Acadiana Ballpark, um, but the weather again came by, and so we had to we had to cancel at Acadiana and hurry up and move it into the Mott Gym, which is the new gym on campus. Um, and we performed the power clean. Every kid got a chance to go up there and 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 you know perform the lift and continue to do it until they failed at it uh, i mean we had some guys with some big numbers we had a 295 or we had a 275 or we had a 265 we had 255 245 i mean we had some guys that really put some great numbers together um so the strength from the beginning of the summer to the end of summer was tremendous um i thought probably the most notable thing that i thought you know where we improved the most at was uh, our passing efficiency and our seven on sevens and our and and and, and defensively as well uh, we we play it every Tuesday in the month of June uh, at STM and their seven on seven league uh, the teams that were there were Opelousas, uh Westminster Lafayette Westminster VC us St Edmonds and STM's JV team um, and that was the division that we played in so we played roughly four games every Tuesday uh, which was great it was a twenty minute game or so. Um, and then on July, uh, excuse me, June 18th, we wound up going to seven on seven at UL. And then we played in the, uh, the quick slants tournament, uh, the annual one that's held out at STM. You know, we finished in the semifinals in that one. Uh, I think we finished, uh, f- two and two and one, I think in pool play or three, three and one in pool play. And then we wound up winning the first two games and then we lost in the semifinals to, uh, to St. Martinville, 14-7. Um, but, I mean, considering what last year's performance in our quick slants going 0-5 to, you know, 4-2 and and finishing in the semis, I thought we did a great job. That was our way of uh, – the best way that we possibly could to – uh, continue to, to to not lose that competitiveness, you know, that you don't get in spring, you know, to try to, to do your best to make it up in the seven on seven. But obviously, seven on seven is not real football. But at the same time, it is a good way to go out there and compete. So, I thought from a standpoint of a summer, I thought we had a great summer. Um, you know, it's just it's just unfortunate, you know. And obviously, we don't have a turf field, and you know, you got people asking me all the time, Coach, we're going to get a turf field. Coach, we're going to get a turf field. You got a turf field, but it's a uh, pretty small. Yeah, thing. yeah, well, yeah. It's a tennis court <laughs> turf yards, field. That, Twenty yards, maybe. Yeah, maybe so. Um, but at the same, you know, I mean, it's it's really this weather's been, and, and everybody's obviously dealing with it. Sure. The only the only the only disadvantage that we have right now is just our grass field. I mean, you know, it drains well, but the amount of rain that has been coming down, I mean, well, it's we we have not. Uh, two weeks ago, I made a decision. I said, I'm, I'm not practicing in the gym anymore. So I called uh, St. Julian, and I found out uh, they have a turf facility out there, not indoor, but a turf field out there. Um, and we rented it out three days last week, and we got it rented out three days this week. So we've been, obviously, from a practice standpoint, we now have to add an extra hour into our plan. But we've been going back and forth to St. Julian so that, that way we can practice just because our field hasn't been in condition to do so. Yeah, and you surely don't want to tear it up when you have five home games and yeah. uh, you uh, can mess it up. And it's hard, man, once you get those mud and mud dries, it's hard to get it back. Yeah, we're not doing that. So. Yeah, so and that's understood too, Coach. Well, tell us a little bit uh, with some of your young men this year uh 
with regards maybe your skill players and then uh-huh. uh, we'll maybe talk about a little bit about the offensive and defensive lines and do you anticipate uh, uh, using a, a lot of two-way uh, kids this year? 100%. Yep. Okay. We got to. Yeah, I mean, with only five seniors, you know, um, and again, that, a lot of that is due to just the class size, you know, at Catholic High. You know, we graduated, I think, 93 last year. I think we're graduating 60 this year. Okay. Um, you know, so, you know, we have a, a smaller squad. We have good numbers in our junior, sophomore, and freshman, but we just have we just don't have those numbers at the senior level. Uh, so next year I think we'll be back. I think we're at 58 right now. I think we'll be back closer to 65, 70-ish, give or take. Um, but with, yeah, but with that small senior class, um, and five great seniors, by the way, just because it's a small senior class is not discrediting them by any means. Um, we're going to have to have the guys go both ways. Uh, you know, we're, it's just, it's inevitable. I mean, we just, we don't have enough people to pick from. Um, so we will have a number of guys that go both ways. From the skill standpoint, uh, on the offensive side, um, you know, you're going to see us and get into, you know, right now three different personnel groupings. We're going to play with 21 personnel, which is going to put two backs in the backfield, a tight end, and give us two receivers split out. Uh, then you'll see us in 11 personnel, which will give us one tight end and one back and three receivers. And then you'll see us in 10 personnel, which will give us one back and no tight ends and four receivers. And each one of those personnel groupings, there is some carryover from receivers. Um, but then again, there are, you know, every time we take a tight end out of the game or a back out of the game, we're inserting another receiver, so we're getting more guys on the field. Um, trying to use our trying to use the number of kids that we have and the skill sets that they have to their advantage and playing them in positions that, you know, that suit them. We don't, I, I, I'll say it this way, we do not have 11 guys that can play 21, 11, and 10 personnel. Okay. We, we just don't, we, we don't, ha- we don't have that, you know. So which you're going to run with packages. We're gonna run, yeah, we're going to be a package team um, where certain guys are going to be coming in and, you know, on and off the field uh, based off of, you know, we call it spade, king, and regular. So when they hear that and they know they're on that, personnel grouping they're coming in the field and the next guys are coming off on the field so, so you anticipate throwing the football a little bit more than oh yeah we're definitely throwing it we're gonna yeah we're gonna be um you know i mean i hate using the word balance because it's kind of a cliche word like well, what kinda, it's what the score dictates too in your field position yeah i mean all that. yeah i mean all that obviously plays into a factor but i think at the end of it you know we want to just make sure we keep defenses honest and and obviously over the last two years you know we've seen cover zero and basically people you know don't you know taunted us and throw the ball you know throw it and you know i think that we do have a uh we have a very qualified um offensive skill position group and receivers and running backs and with a quarterback that i think that can, we can do that okay. um you know we, we had the success in seven on seven um you know and now we get a chance to put the you know the big uglies up front, the offensive linemen in front of us to kind of put the whole picture together. And, you know, I, you know, I feel confident that we're going to be able to run the ball effectively and throw the ball effectively. And that's the only way to keep people honest. Sure. You know, so from a balance standpoint, is it a 50-50? No, I, I can't say that. It might be a 60-40. It might be a 70-30, you know, one way or the other. But um, the goal is to make sure that they don't just play with cover zero and, and tell us, you know, here's eight dudes in the box, nine dudes in the box. That's the goal. All right, we'll take well, our first break. Yeah. yeah, we go ahead and take our first break. You're listening to the CHS Coaches Show here on Kane Radio, FM 1075 and AM 1240. We'll be back with more right after this. Catholic High School is dedicated to the development of 4th through 12th grade students through academic excellence and Christ-centered values rooted in caring discipline, compassion, and zeal. CHS offers a variety of classes to serve all students, including band, photography, dual enrollment college credit courses, as well as 14 sports for male and female students. 
Call us today for your personal tour and visit www.chspanthers.com for more details. Raymond's Food and Furniture has been locally owned and operated since 1941. With their 18,000 square foot showroom floor, Freeman's Furniture Store is certain to have what you're looking for. Need a comfortable mattress, Tempur-Pedic and Sealy are like no other, and they're only available at Freeman's. With 60-month interest-free financing, you couldn't sleep better. Freeman's Food and Furniture Complex, located on the corner of Hopkins and Admiral Doyle Drive, right here in New Iberia. Visit Freeman's soon. Hi, I'm Corey Averick, co-owner of R&R Glassworks. We specialize in auto and truck glass repair and replacement, window motors, and frameless shower doors. We also handle plexiglass and storefront repair and replacement. Give us a call at 365-9311 or come by and see us at 1006D 20 Arpit Road in New Iberia. So for all your glass needs, remember R&R Glassworks. Thank you and God bless. We have a new player on the field that he's ready for kickoff with a delicious ice-cold Coca-Cola. And the kick. Ice giving him a little trouble as a few cubes shake loose. He's probably going to pour it here, and he does. The glass is full. Can he go all the way? He did it! Oh, wow! And just listen to that fizz! That might have been the most refreshing thing that I've ever seen. Whew. Coca-Cola. Taste the feeling. BNL Engine Service is in need of two diesel technicians who are experienced in repairing and servicing 18-wheelers. You must have your own tools, transportation, and a clean driving record. Pay is dependent upon experience. Benefits include employee health care, holiday pay, and vacation pay. Call 337-365-2111 for more information. Once again, call 337-365-2111. Hi, I'm Tony Landry from Gulf America Wire Rope in Catholic High School. And at Gulf America Wire Rope is an all-field service company which is dedicated to speedy customer service and technical leadership. Gulf America Wire Rope is owned and operated by brothers Jed and Drew LeBlanc, both CHS graduates. Their knowledge and leadership skills were obtained through CHS has brought them success in the business world. Go visit Jed and Drew at their Broussard location, and they're always ready to talk CHS sports. And remember, go Big Red. The hits of the 60s, 70s, and 80s on Kane 107.5. Welcome back to the CHS Coaches Show. I'm your host, Tony Landry, along with head coach and athletic director, Scott Watney. And coach, uh, you know, talk to a little bit about the offense. Let's uh, let's. Ch- change gears yeah. inside the field let's talk a little bit about your defense yeah so i mean we're going to be a traditional four three uh expanded um defense cover four cover two safety team um just cover four cover two safety team just cover four and cover two um two high safeties uh we, we do have we will have some split field coverages too as well uh pending on formation um but yeah no we're we are a uh i think you i think you turned me down Yes, go ahead. Okay, all right, I, I got it now. Um, you know, but you know, we're going to try to use our size up front. Uh, we have a number of guys that we feel like that can uh, that can play up front for us. That can you know basically two gap uh, play the A's and the B's and play the C's and the D's. You know, over, you know if there was a tight end in the game formationally. Um, so up front, you know, like I said, we got a number of guys: Will Menville. Uh, Gerard Shank, Andrew Roberts, Drew Desimo, Javon Brown, Holden LeBlanc, Devin Mouton, Roan Judis, um, 
I mean, th- those are all guys that, that, that can play for us. Uh, a lot of those guys are also guys that play offensive line, too, as well. Some of those guys don't play offensive line. Um, uh, Connor Segura is another one, too, as well. Uh, we gotta, we, we're looking at probably like a nine-man rotation, okay. I guess, on the defensive line to keep guys um, from being winded and, you know, having hopefully sustained a 12-play drive with a touchdown and having to go out there and go play on defense. Uh, linebacker-wise, we really have a nice crew at linebacker. Uh, Thomas Boye has been exceptional over the last couple of weeks. He, he's our Mike backer, uh, along with Denim Mason. Uh, Thomas also plays on the offensive line. Denim plays running back for us. Uh, the, at the Hawk position, we have uh, William Russell, who's been a staple for us over the last three years. Um, you know, that's the outside backer. I guess in, we call it a Hawk, but it's like the Sam backer. All right. Um, and then we also have uh, Bennett Woodring and J.D. Hildago at the spur, which, again, again you would call this the, the weak side linebacker. Um, we're, we're hoping to have J.D. come back. Um, he was out due to uh, an injury that he, he sustained in the red and white scrimmage. So, you know, we feel pretty comfortable with those five guys and, um, you know, and their ability to kind of make those defensive linemen right. And then, you know, with our safety support help, our, we got four guys – uh, to play two positions we have jackson morris as the free safety who really is the general out there and calls everything sets the formation and set and, and you know sets the db strength and then the rover is carson broussard those guys had a great summer in seven on seven and then we have joe leblanc um and then chris green uh who are two other guys that are more than capable of helping us at that position uh, jackson and carson really don't play primary positions on offense where you know like chris is a primary receiver for us on offense and and joe is one of those guys that can be a late arrival you know probably seeing more playing time towards the tail end and then at corners we got you know about five guys that we feel that can play for us um you know two guys in tristan lewis and Jaden mitchell uh and then we also have uh, keith valen and uh gavin roy and marcus austin um you know, and, and, and all five of those guys, with the except, well, excuse me, with the exception of Keith. Keith really is just more of a primary defensive player, but the other four guys are all offensive players, uh, either playing tailback or playing uh, receiver. So I think we got a good group. You know, we're going to, you know, people, when they look at the when they look at us defensively, are going to say that box looks real pretty. I want to try to run it, you know, because we'll get expanded. Um, if you get two receivers to each side, you know, those outside backers will really be apex in those guys, splitting the difference between the number two receiver and the and the offensive tackle. So it'll look enticing to run in there, but we're hoping that our big bodies and, and slanting guys and moving guys up front um, will be able to eat those blocks up. You know, when you play cover four, obviously those two high safeties are in the run fit. So sure. even though it looks like you only have a five-man box, you really are playing with seven, eight, depending on, you know, what it is that they're doing. But I'm excited about our defense. Coach Henry Orenberger is our defense coordinator. Uh, he's been at the last uh, – he was last year, and he is again this year, and he's done a good job of getting us ready. Um, you know, we are going to be multiple. We do have the ability to, to interchange and cut, get in and out of a four-man front. We can get into a three-man front if we want to. We definitely will send pressure. Um, you know, so we'll be able to do a lot of different things out of it. And uh, it's just a defense that, that – you really just can't get out leveraged on you know which is kind of traditionally what the 3-3 stack was when coach Indes was running it um we just actually took that mike backer who was playing behind that zero and just walked him down you know so you're you're essentially getting the same thing sure. you know um you're just balanced and oh, so right. that's what we're going to do on defense um how about special teams 
Special teams is, uh, so Coach John Michael Vietar, who's been with me for the last three years, he's assuming the role as a special teams coordinator. Um, he really does a great job with our specialists, our kickers and our punters and our holders and our snappers. Um, you know, th- that's one of those positions that we've kind of struggled, with the exception of punting, obviously, because William Russell, I mean, he was an ex- he's an excellent he punter. Was he district punter last year? He, well, he was second team to the kid at Ascension, which, yeah, you know, well, I mean, yeah, that kid's, yeah, you know, he's, so. He's going to be playing Division One next year. Yeah, so, I mean, that's, you know, take it or leave it. But, I mean, he's no different than, a fir- in, in my opinion, in a different district, he's a first team all-district punter. Uh, but he's been battling a little bit of a hip flexor. Oh, okay. um, so we've been pretty cautious with him with punting. Jack Chauvin actually has done a great job he punted for us uh, on friday um he did a really nice job of flipping field position for us and um but at the same time we got a, a young man named bennett boudreau um he's a soccer player he's a sophomore who'll be uh he'll be kicking it off for us and at this time he'll be kicking field goals still trying to find i mean we've pretty much solidified that he's the guy that'll do it right now jack's punting until possibly william comes back um but we got a healthy competition out there i mean it's not like it's just one person show um but we would like to eventually obviously settle in on somebody no with uh his uh Minville's hip flexor is he able to participate in regular practices and all yeah and- so he just came back last week and it was russell not menville will, will russell okay. he he yes. um will russell you're correct I'm he corrected. he um so he's been out for like the last four weeks oh wow he's been out and so we got him back last week and he started obviously in his protocol, no contact, no contact, and then he wound up having contact. And he looked. I mean, we talked actually uh, two days ago about it. I mean, he was beat red uh, coming out of there, huffing and puffing. He's got to get himself back in shape. But yes, indeed. But he'll be he'll be ready. You know, like I told Coach Biz, our, our athletic trainer, I said, look, I said, you know, obviously I want him to play against Opelousas Catholic, but I really want him to play just so that that way his first contact's not VC. Sure. You know, I mean, that, you know, that's, I mean, that's just a. You know, you'd like to have a tune-up, and you know we were able to get that for him. Uh, you know, this past week, so yeah, he's been limited in practice, but at the same time, like today, he was pretty full tilt and he was getting after it. So it was good to see him get back at it. Well, let's go ahead and take another okay. break, uh, and we'll come back and talk a little bit about VC, your opponent for the first regular season game uh, this uh, coming Friday. Anyway, you listen to the CHS Coaches Show here on Kane Radio FM one hundred seven five and AM twelve forty. We'll be back with more right after this. For the past 39 years, I'm happy to announce that my daughter, Dr. Abigail Hennigan Daly, has just recently joined us as a dental associate. Together, we commit to offering the best possible dental care in a relationship of trust and confidence. Call our office today at 364-2156 and allow us to change the way you feel about dentistry. Go Panthers! From the Kawasaki Ninja Sports Bikes to the Kawasaki Jet Ski Watercraft, Kawasaki and Romero Power Sports makes it easier than ever to put yourself on your dream machine. Right now, Romero Power Sports and Kawasaki are offering their lowest payments of the year on all Kawasaki vehicles. Choose from the great lineup of Kawasaki motorcycles, ATVs, watercraft mule utility vehicles, and the Terex lineup of SUVs. Whatever you need, Romero Power Sports and Kawasaki offer great prices, financing, and the famous Romero service after the sale. Kawasaki and Romero's Power Sports, let the good times roll at 900 South Lewis Street in New Iberia. Looking for a quick and easy no-hassle loan? Look no longer and go visit Sherlow or Ruby at Allstate Credit. The good folks at Allstate Credit are willing to help you with a small loan. They will treat you as a special and personable customer because they've been serving New Iberia for almost a half a century. So stress no longer. Come visit Sherlow or Ruby at Allstate Credit at 1112 Center Street or call them at 364-4538. Allstate Credit all the time. 
the hits of the 60s, 70s, and 80s on Kane 107.5. Welcome back to the CHS Coaches Show here on Kane Radio, FM 107.5 and AM 1240. And, uh, Coach, um, your first regular season game uh, cranks up uh, this Friday. And I do – do you you play that game, uh, I want to say, in Abbeville or Catholic High? Nope, Catholic High. Okay, so uh, against the uh, Screaming Eagles. Screaming Eagles. And you have a little association with that I do. school. Yep, I certainly do. Yeah. Why, why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit about the Eagles there? Yeah, um – so, you know, this is obviously a familiar opponent for us uh, here at Catholic High. And, um, you know, this has been, gosh, I don't, I don't know when the game started, but I know back in 2013 when I was on staff at VC, we played Catholic High. So it's been a, a longstanding um, tradition. Week one, playing a, a formidable opponent um, in both programs, obviously, have been successful over the years. And, you know, we're going to have another, you know, Tough week one, you know, and um, were they, you at VC when they won the state championship? I was, yes, sir. Ago? Yeah, I was. Yeah, uh, 2013. Yeah, that was a special year, and you know, we had we played uh, we played Catholic High at our place, and that was the game that I think we had a total of nine fumbles or nine turnovers in the game. I think uh, we had five, they had three, and we wound up winning in overtime, 21-14 or something. But uh, now, I mean, obviously, Coach Indes was there at the time. They had a great team. That was when Jason Pellerin and Gabe Fusilier, they were all juniors at the time. And I don't really remember the other guys that were playing. But um, I think Joe Dorsic, uh, Josh's younger brother, was on that team as well. That was a good squad. And then the following year, obviously, they were, you know, they were really good. So, um, <clears throat> but, no, we, you know, VC is much better than they were last year. Um, you know, they, they, they returned quite a few guys. They got some new guys that are on their team. They do have some some real size. They got they got a, a young man uh, number seventy seven. I mean, he's as big as an oak tree. Um, and they got some other ones that look just like him. Um, quarterback is, is is a good player. Um, you know, they're, they're traditionally you know Brock, Brock is of the uh, you know of the disciple tree of St. Thomas More. Brock Prejean, on the head coach over there. So a lot of things that they do are very similar to what STM does. So they play based out of a tight end. So you're going to get, you know, tight end trips. You know, you'll get a you know, tight end to the right side and then two other receivers accompanying him and then a split out on the backside. Then you'll get tight end right with another receiver to his side and two receivers away from him. Um, and then you'll get tight end right and then three receivers away from him. So, and I'm sure that they have some other formations too, but that's pretty much the, the base of what, of what they want. They want to play with the tight end. They want to get that extra gap uh, and make you have to make a decision on how you're going to play it. Um, I think it sits. It suits us well in the defensive scheme that we're running. Um, you know that too high safety look. Again, it's going to. I think what they're going to try to do is um, they're going to try to run the ball in between the tackles. You know they're pretty much a, a zone dark team. Um, you know and 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 how they keep people balance keep them keep defenses unbalanced is they they really have a, a unique screen game. They do a good job with their screens. So. I think that, you know, in order for us to, to win this football game, we're obviously going to have to find a way to get off the field on third down, and, we're, and, and more importantly, we're going to have to stop their screens. Um, so I think they're going to try and get some of our big bodies uh, running left to right, you know, with that screen game. 
um, and, 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 you know, and then eventually take a shot over our heads. But, you know, with us playing a too high safety look, I think that that could be difficult. So I think the way to do that is to run the ball, set up the screens, and then, you know, won't kind of lull us to sleep and then take their shot when they can. Yeah, just uh, put you to sleep, like you said, inside the tackles, and then boom, you know, yeah. try to get somebody past a safety or even a cornerback for that matter. Yeah, and, for uh, sure. And just fire it down the field. Uh, how's the condition of the field, speaking of the field? The field looks great. I mean, I talked to Coach Jordan, who's basically the, the main keeper of our field, and Coach Brew, who – uh, assist him in that and I mean I, I was there we were there this morning we had our team workout at 615 and I saw the lights on the football field yeah and it was uh I mean it looked I mean it looks good you know I mean the field's in great condition and you know we were able to cut it today which which is great if we're not able to cut it for until you know if we don't if we're not oh, if we're unable to cut it again it'll it'll look real green on Friday um, we got paint on the field already uh, I know they were working on the numbers uh we'll uh Myself and my class tomorrow will 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 actually do the ticks to make sure we can have them down um, in case we do get some some later rain in the week. But I think our field is going to hold up just fine as long as we don't get anything crazy the day of. You know, and, and even if we do, if it's early, it, the, the problem is going to be if it happens like at five o'clock. Well, but the, as you mentioned earlier in the broadcast, the field drains pretty well. The field it? does, yeah. I mean, but a five o'clock shower, if it's heavy, you know, I mean, it'll it'll. It, but but if, if if it happens at twelve, you know, I mean, we'll be fine. You know, so I'm not necessarily concerned about our field. I do have a call in. Um, uh, our principal, uh, Mr. Kyle Bork, actually has a, a call in. I asked him to call St. Martinville just as a contingency plan in case because they're not playing at home. And they have a turf field, so in case we had to move it for whatever reason or due to field conditions, well, we, know, we we have an option. You know, I'm sure. Uh, yeah, I don't know how your relations are with Westgate, but they play at Nish. Yeah, and their field might be available. Yeah, so I ta- I I did talk to uh, Ryan, um, and I want to say I thought they had somebody else that might have been already scheduled as okay. a contingency right. plan. So okay, um, but yeah, I mean we've been we've been working towards. You know, at least finding a, a backup plan because, you know, I definitely don't want to push this game into Saturday. Sure, um, sure. And, and what I'm looking at the forecast, I don't think it's going to be an issue. I hope um, not. I hope not because I haven't no. cut my grass in a, a, a quite some time. And, uh, I know all you all you grass cutters out there. I, I mean, don't want feel lions, bad. tigers, and bears running around <laughs> in my yard. So, uh, anyway, but it's uh, Coach uh, Friday night, uh, kickoff approximately 7 o'clock. And yep. I'm sure – Tickets will be available. There's no particular instance where COVID is going to stop. Bring the everybody. Bring as many people as you possibly can. Yeah, because uh, it should be a big game for you, I know, Coach. And uh, uh, basically, I don't know if you have anything else in yeah. closing uh, yeah, before we, can, we shut down the show. Yeah, we can talk a little bit. I mean, we talked, obviously, their offense. We didn't get a chance to talk uh, their defense. They're, they're based out of an odd stack look. Um, you know, so they're going to – they're gonna and they're going to be a one high safety team and depending on where we're at formationally or what things we're showing to them they will get to a two high safety they have some real good players at linebacker um number 18 number 11 number 24 they're strong mike and, and weak side backer are very good you know up front they do a pretty good job um by just getting hands on um you know like i said that number 77 i mean he is an oak tree i mean he he almost consumes just his body alone a to a maybe even gets to be sometimes i mean he's he's a big boy he's a big fella um so we'll have uh you know drew desimo's our starting center we'll, we, he's got a task in front of him um but i think he's ready for that challenge uh they're overhang players they're basically rolled down safeties number five and number six they're good players they really are they can make plays in space they got good team speed they fly around to the ball. 
Um, you know, their corners play off. But I think I think there's some things that they do that obviously are very good. They wouldn't be as successful as a program if not. But I think we have some opportunities that we can take some shots at them, whether it's in the run game or in the pass game or in our play action. So I'm excited about it. I know our kids are excited about it. I know we definitely kind of got our, our – our, a wake-up call this past Friday, um, we, and we needed that little shake-up. That was more of obviously you didn't get a scrimmage, so you, don't, you you needed that, I guess, opportunity on this past Friday. But we just got done watching film on it, and, and I know that they're eager to get back on the field and kind of correct some of the things that they made mistakes on this past Friday. So we're excited. Yes. Anyway, uh, of course, uh, as always, the CHS Coaches Show is brought to you in part by Armitage Jewelry, Gulf America Wild Rope, Romero's Power Sports, Sester Wealth Management, The Landscape Ranch, Freeman's Furniture, Allstate Credit, R&R Glass, Coca-Cola, Hennigan Team Dentistry, the UPS Store, uh, Catholic High School, Mustin Patu, United Companies, B&L Engine Repair, and Seahorse Manufacturing. And with that, we're going to say good night and God bless. B&L Engine Service is in need of two diesel technicians who are experienced in repairing and servicing 18-wheelers. You must have your own tools, transportation, and a clean driving record. Pay is dependent upon experience. Benefits include employee health care, holiday pay, and vacation pay. Call 337-365-2111 for more information. Once again, call 337-365-2111. We have a new player on the field, and he's ready for kickoff with a delicious ice-cold Coca-Cola. And the kick. Ice giving him a little trouble as a few cubes shake loose. He's probably going to pour it here, and he does. The glass is full. Can he go all the way? He did it! Oh, wow! And just listen to that fizz! That might have been the most refreshing thing that I've ever seen. Whew! Coca-Cola. Taste the feeling. Catholic High School is dedicated to the development of 4th through 12th grade students through academic excellence and Christ-centered values rooted in caring discipline, compassion, and zeal. CHS offers a variety of classes to serve all students, including band, photography, dual enrollment college credit courses, as well as 14 sports for male and female students. Call us today for your personal tour and visit www.chspanthers.com for more details. You want to feel important. You want to be a part of something bigger, something that matters and can help change things. You want to feel like you belong. We know. We felt that way too. And that's why we did something about it. We aren't just Army National Guard soldiers. We are normal people just like you. And together, we can make a difference. Take on your legacy. Visit NationalGuard.com to find out more. Sponsored by the Louisiana Army National Guard. Aired by the Louisiana Association of Broadcasters and this station. It's Armentor Jewelers, your hometown jewelers, for all the latest fashion ideas in jewelry, watches, and diamond engagement rings. At Armentor Jewelers, we specialize in custom designs, remounting your older jewelry into something brand new. Graduation rings, traditional and unique for all area schools. Affordable fashion jewelry and watches. Service, quality, and value. Always at Armentor Jewelers. Dale Street in New Iberia and Park Lafayette. Armentor Jewelers for the special moments in your life.